Salica Dula, Mythica Bula, Bippity Boppity Bango. My name is Naked Mango, here to welcome you, as always, back to the grim, dark world of Carolot, home of the Care Bears. Just kidding. That's a different podcast. This is the Warhammer podcast. Anyway, here with me is my humble hitchman, Igor, from the Frankenstein movies. Yes, master. <laughs> I'm here for you, master. I don't know what that was. That wasn't Igor. Uh, <laughs> I even did the drool I, thing. I feel like that's normal for you. It is, but move on. <laughs> that was crit. And for the very first time ever, a special guest from the Resident Evil and LOZ and Kingdom Hearts podcast, because I assume those have at least been recorded by now. Uh, see what happened was, you know, what happens when you assume <laughs> I was told three weeks ago and you and people were asking you guys. So I responded and now I'm a liar. <laughs> Listen, it's recorded. It's recorded. All right. Leave me alone. <laughs> Ariel. <laughs> <laughs> that was the longest introduction of anyone ever. <laughs> Hi, Ariel. You're supposed to say hello. I don't even. I don't even. Bring, okay. Bringing that good old fashioned Ariel energy to this podcast too. Oh, so energetic. So very energetic. But if it wasn't obvious from her general tone and voice and, you know, level of happiness, this isn't the nice redheaded mermaid. This one's redheaded like your stepdad used to get mad at. <laughs> wow. That's you. He's talking about you. Wow. <laughs> I also do not have a seashell bra. Shame. Or can I swim? If you guys really, if you guys want to check to see for sure for the very first time, also uh, I am recording the video of this, and we'll be posting tiny little chunks on TikTok. And last but not least, or only least, because none of you know who she is, uh, potentially, uh, our specialer guest, Mallory, our super secret guest, who's going to tell me I'm going to be bald in a few years, and Ariel's going to have eight more kids. <laughs> Oh God! Why? <laughs> why? Boom! I'll take being bald. Let's <laughs> trade. You can't have that. There's only one bald man in this house, and that's me. Okay. Well, I'm also not a man. So. Okay. Fair point. <laughs> Mallory, this is where you say hi. Hi, guys. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Hi. <laughs> Just to give a brief breakdown of what we're going to talk about today, we brought in Mallory because she is our resident tarot specialist so we're going to be going a little bit into the emperor's tarot and me and ariel later on are going to get our tarot's red future red uh <laughs> something i don't know however you say it mallory's gonna flip she's gonna flip some mallory's cards just gonna read and, your cards uh i don't know yell uno or something we'll figure it out i'm not the professional here <laughs> what the? a yeah, brief I, breakdown I go ahead yeah, I would just say, you know, you're, we're going to read some cards and we're going to tell you some stuff and hopefully all your secrets don't come out. I have no secrets to ask any of my friends. I hope they do because <laughs> they're going to all go on TikTok. Every secret. Every secret. <laughs> and I'm going to introduce it. This is secret number one for Mango. <laughs> I just carry my secrets around on a bunch of sticky notes and receipts like Andy from Parks and Rec. <laughs> 
a brief little breakdown <laughs> of the Emperor's Tarot. The Emperor's Tarot, Aaron, also known as the Imperial Tarot, is a deck of 78 cards made of psychoactive liquid crystal material. Supposedly, if anyone other than a psyker tries to do a reading, then it's just an idiot playing slapjack by himself. However, as of the release of the Avenging Sun book, where we learn that the average Joe lives in the same hallway that they work 18 hours a day in, but the Emperor reached out to one of them via the cards so a specific report gets pushed. So we know that not just psychers can read them. That's probably just another imperial truth bullshit propaganda. The tarot was said to have been invented by the Emperor by a means of communication. It is not uncommon for certain images to permanently change during readings. To read them, you place the cards face down, draw. The cards are read as they are drawn, with the second and fourth being signifiers. So, Mallory, do you know anything about Warhammer at all? No. <laughs> Part of me feels like it's in the D&D realm, which I like D&D, but I have no idea. Kind of, maybe, no. Who knows? <laughs> it's it's like D&D if everything was way more violent and there were no good guys. There's no such thing as heroes. Oh. Um, everybody who calls themselves heroes, they usually call themselves heroes to like the three people who survived right before they like blow their brains out. <laughs> uh, it's, yeah. ca- it's called the grim dark future for a reason. <laughs> so when did you start reading tarot? How did you get into tarot? Are you qualified in any way? I know I just kind of found you on a street corner. But. <laughs> hey, now. We've known each other for a second. Um, yeah, so I have um, been reading tarot for over a decade now. Um, I started really in college, um, but I was kind of interested in it beforehand. Um, but I wasn't brave enough because I grew up in a very religious household and it were the devil's workings. But I went on my own fool's and journey. And there's the devil's car. Which <laughs> I went on my own fool's journey and I found that they are pretty cool. They are not made of crystal liquid goop, but... <laughs> <laughs> they are pretty insightful for me and the people that I read for. Um, I am Mallory. My business is Sun and Root Healing. You can find me with that name, Sun and Root, like Root in a tree, coming off a tree, healing on TikTok, Instagram, and www.sunandrooothealing. I do things of all kinds. For guidance, past life, recall. I also do coaching. I am a certified life coach. And then you'll also see if you go to my website that I am a certified death doula and becoming a birth doula. And so I'm just all around kind of a the witchy spiritual chick. So. For anyone who decides to view this, she even decided to scramble around her room for half an hour and find candles to light just to make her look a little more witchy. 
<laughs> like it's all aesthetics. I, <laughs> you know, I'm not one of the new crystal girlies. I've been a crystal girly since I was about five. Um, and I started finding pretty rocks in my gravel. Um, and then I started buying them at a young age and getting them. And that was my first love. My parents should have known something was different with me then. <laughs> especially with my love of fairies. And then it kind of just evolved and it's been my own journey with the divine. So I'm excited to share it with y'all. Awesome. So I said that in the Emperor's Tarot, there are 78 cards. It's my understanding, I guess in real life tarot deck, there are also 78 cards. You were going to be going over the prime 21, the main 21. Yes, so I'm going to be going over the Major Arcana, which are 21, and we're going to go over the Fool's Journey. So pretty much everything in literature, every movie, what have you, is all about the hero's journey. This is a more involved hero's journey, but we call it the Fool's Journey because that's card number zero in the tarot. And then the other cards are all based off of the elements are, you know, water. I almost went into the avatar. <laughs> water, fire. Air would be totally okay with that. And air, but they have different names. They're pinnacles, wands, swords, and cups. And then numerology. It's based off of numerology. But we're going to start with the major arcana today. Fun. So, start with the fool. The fool is carefree. He is this young person, naive in his ways, off to explore the world. He has his trusty knapsack and his little companion dog, He's just over here sniffing flowers, having a good old time, and not even acknowledging the fact that he is about to walk off a cliff. What? <laughs> what? Oh, he's okay. I, I interrupted. Go ahead. Uh, cliffs. There was a cliff. There is literally a cliff. This is a cliff yeah. Hanger. <laughs> it's an actual cliff. It's a cliffhanger. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Bad joke. Aaron. Aaron was really excited that he there was a card all about him until you mentioned a cliff, and now he thinks he's gonna walk off a cliff. Yeah, I was. Yeah, it threw me. I didn't want to walk off a cliff. I'm smarter than that. And this is this is your story. So maybe I'll just make Aaron instead of the fool. Let's go. Uh, <clears throat> the fool is starting his journey and the first person that the fool meets on his journey is the magician and the magician is the epitome of self-mastery he has mastered all of the elements and he is a teacher the divine masculine and he is here to teach the fool about the elements and the tools that he will need on his journey the tools he will need are the cup, the wand, the sword, and the pinnacle. And as he says this, appear in front of him. And he explains that the cup is about 
water element. It is about emotions and the emotions that flow between people. Fire are the wands. So wand is fire and it's about passion. Pinnacles are about earth, stability, but also the knowledge that you gain and learn. So progression. And then there is swords. And that is all about mental. Fancy climatic on the end there. <laughs> it's about mental. mental. See, I thought she was going to say metal. <laughs> of course, swords are all about metal. That's what they're usually made of. Swords are made of metal. They're I'm the no most dummy. metal thing in the tarot. <laughs> it's metal as fuck. <laughs> God damn it. Why are your puns better than mine? Natural talent. <laughs> so the fool has this knowledge and he's like, okay, cool. I have a few more tools in my tool belt, but I don't know what these tools do. So he goes on and he meets the high priestess. She is quiet. She is sitting there waiting at Solomon's temple. And she is a woman of few words. Kind of like Ariel. What she says is fucking important and you gotta listen. But she's there to listen to you and to also give you divine knowledge. And she is there to show you how to trust your instincts and that all answers will be revealed in divine timing. So she hands over the scrolls to the fool and he begins to trust himself and to learn more about the tools that he has. The magician and the high priestess are the divine masculine and the divine feminine aspects of self. Actually, of like how we get to there. They're the guide. So they like, for for layman's terms, for people like me, they're basically the mom and the dad Ooh, of the terror. Wait, deck. that's good. Okay, look. So the <laughs> that's what's next, actually. So I like that you said that. Because the oh, Empress oh, oh, oh. and the Emperor are the mom and the dad. They are the physical oh. incarnation of the divine masculine and the divine feminine. Oh, look at you. See, look at me. I'm so smart, Mango. Oh, eat it, Ariel. I'm super smart. Yay. <laughs> look at the brains on Aaron. I got two of them. <laughs> I got a I good got brain. big brain. So, hey, there, there is at least two wrinkles in that brain because he got this. Picking it up. Yeah, nailed it. First try. <laughs> so First try. the next people that he meets are the Empress and the Emperor. And this is seen as the fool's mother and father. The Empress, the mother, is all about nurturing, care, unconditional love. And she is giving. The emperor is all about stability. He creates foundations, but he is also one that sets in place rules, boundaries, and discipline. Then the fool is met with higher education and just like knowledge of the real world. I We don't really like that, but <laughs> it's a part of the journey, right? So this is where he meets religion. It's religious trauma. Know what I mean? For the emperor! <laughs> it teaches him how to kind of 
you know, go about society and how to work in the world. Right? So it's like you go to school, you get brainwashed. That's what the Hierophant is. <laughs> Boom. But look, we have the lovers next. And this is like, you know, he's on his path. He's gone to college to get some more knowledge. And what happens next? A girl shows up. He goes to Jupiter to get more stupider. And he decides, has to make his choice. He has to either stay true to the path that he has walked thus far, or he can choose the path of true love. And he can walk this path with someone else. There is no wrong answer here. It's just a choice. Then he meets the charioteer or the chariot. Charioteer is just like the person who drives the chariot. Oh, so yeah. the mice. Got it. <laughs> and it's like Cinderella. What are you talking Let's about? <laughs> the chariot is all about speed. It's like things are starting to speed up in his world. And he shows him how to really put willpower to things that he wants and to go after things. The chariot shows him how to not give up on his goals and that sometimes aggression is needed whenever you're pursuing your goals. Yeah, sometimes you just got to punch a motherfucker. Hell yeah. <laughs> I feel that. I feel that. But then the fool comes up against his first real challenge. And that is where we come to the strength card. And this motherfucker has to wrestle a lion, okay? But he finds or soul sucking in cat. wrestling this lion that sometimes it's more important to go over things mind over matter. And that sometimes the best way to handle a situation is through understanding love. He's able to pacify the lion without aggression, but with understanding. See, if you don't mind, it don't matter. Jack Black said it best. <laughs> Sometimes you gotta fuck her gently. Fucking <laughs> 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 Ariel. Shaking my motherfucking head. <laughs> oh, boy. <sighs> Aren't you so glad you came onto this episode? I super glad. <laughs> you're kind of like maybe starting to see that like oh there's a lot of duality in this like you like you get the feminine you get the masculine you get the brute force and then you get the love and understanding it's gonna I thought she was gonna say blunt force trauma but yes love and understanding also works (laughs) so he's like wow I've just gained a shit ton of knowledge and he needs to go into the innermost cave which is like part of the hero's journey but he's going inward and trying to like just process all the shit that he just went through and he goes into hermit mode and he is trying to understand everything that he has learned thus far and he feels incomplete like he needs to gather more knowledge and that maybe things that he's done in the past the things that he's held on to were not important, like the physical things, but the knowledge and the spiritual growth was what was more important. And his knapsack, which he had 
in the beginning is now the lantern that is guiding his way. The knowledge is guiding his way. But I like the knapsack. Bring the knapsack yeah. back. Uh, I heard that wrong, and I I heard <laughs> his nutsack's nut gone. He's been castrated. Thanks to getting married, <laughs> he has to leave his nutsack behind. You hear that, Aaron? No more nutsack for you. You got too many. <laughs> Son of a bitch! You never had any to begin with. Wow! Really mattered. <sighs> you feel that? That is a sick burn. <laughs> so the hermit has gone inward and has found that knowledge is what he is seeking and that he's starting to figure out how the world works. That is when he comes up with the will of fortune and he sees that life is just a game in a series of tests. Some are made up by fate and some are made up by free will and that one day things are peachy keen and the next day they're fucking shit. But just wait a second. It'll get better. Listen, kid, life's tough. Get a helmet. <laughs> Boom. That was my first sex talk. <laughs> <laughs> Moments by Mango. That's, I'm only here for one-liners. That's my whole job here. <laughs> uh, so he's starting to see that everything is just cycles. And he's looking back on his life and he's like, you know what? I've done some pretty messed up things. And... You know, he has to come to terms with the good and the bad that he has brought forth and that he's made things harder on himself than he needed to. So the fool finds forgiveness in himself and then he has to also answer for everything that he's done. And that's where justice comes up. There is always balance in life. You have to pay the piper sometimes. And he starts to see that he has to start finding a balance between the material world and his spiritual world. And this kind of sends him into his tailspin, right? Because he's like, you know what? I'm in this whole new world. Everything that I thought I knew, I have no idea what I'm doing. So I have this stuff that I've picked up from my mom and dad, this stuff that I've picked up from society. And it's led me down some paths that like weren't great. Some that were good, but I've learned things. So he has to hang from the tree of knowledge like Odin does. And he has to sit in this uncomfortable position in order to gain new perspective. And that's when death comes along. I just sit on my hands. And nothing says learning the key to life like cosplaying as a bat until you die. <laughs> <laughs> Did I just make one of you snort? Because that's my favorite thing to do to people. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Cosplaying like a bat till you until die. Until you die. Uh, best explanations from Mango. Another Mango moment. Another Mango moment. Death approaches the fool. And he is there to kill everything that he has known thus far. All of his limiting beliefs, all of his old patterns die. And even in the card, he kills the Empress, the Emperor, and the Hierophant, signifying that all of his old beliefs are no longer serving him. And this is the next stage that the bull goes to. It's temperance. And the Angel of Temperance is there to show the fool that anything is possible with the right amount of balance. Ooh, that's so cool, Mallory. 
Oh, wow. Ooh, that's so cool. <sighs> you can hear the crowd cheering. <laughs> oh, ah, so amazing. It's so great. Ariel has something to say. I was thinking Ari for Temperance Child. Temperance Child. So basically, Temperance is the next stage of the fall. He has gone through hermit mode and now he has found temperance. And this is all about peace, patience, and balance. And that anything is possible with the right amount of balance. And that with balance, he can forge a new path forward. One that incorporates things that he's learned from his parents, but also his own beliefs that he's coming into. He walks forward and then he meets the devil. Dun, dun, dun. The fool meets the devil and he's in this pretty much just sex and depravity like send in. Okay. And he is surrounded by temptation, but he sees that no one is tied there. No one is actually being held captive. They're all there by choice and that they can leave whenever they want to. And the devil says to the fool that sinful urges shouldn't be dampened. And the devil says that sinful urges shouldn't be dampened. But you must have the knowledge that addiction and damaging impulses are the first step to overcoming, to moving forward. To overcoming temptation, you can leave hell whenever you want. Listen, you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. <laughs> you don't here. have to go home, but you can't stay here. And God is like, yeah, leave. <laughs> God sends a mighty lightning bolt into the tower. And yeets him the fuck out. Yeets him the hell out of there. <laughs> and basically, this is life shattering to the full. Everything that he has ever known all the castles he has built crumble before him. And he finds that these foundations that he has built on no longer serve him and that he has to go through this uncomfortable new beginning because he's changed. They don't fit him anymore. He needs a bigger house. And the only way to make a bigger house, you can't add on to it here. This isn't real life. It is real life. You gotta burn that shit down. Burn it down to the ground. You have to have the rubble hit the ground and restructure into a new whole building. <laughs> I don't want to be the fool anymore. I don't like this game anymore. <laughs> <laughs> burn my house down? What the fuck? Like this sucks. But you know, technically, I don't have to do it. God just sends a lightning bolt, and it happens. Exactly, and this is and this is where fate comes in, right? Because like free will, amazing, but there are some things that are just fated to happen, like hot dogs and spaghettios. <laughs> the fool is standing in the rubble, and he looks up to the stars, and he finds hope. And also there's like this really hot lady here who is like, hey, it's okay. 
everything's gonna be okay. And she gives he him. He looks up to the stars and sees a naked lady. And then he sees a naked lady, and he was fine. Too bad it's not a mango. <laughs> mango, you are the naked lady. I'm sorry. <laughs> a naked mango, naked lady. Aaron, I'm sorry, you're the fool, and you have to see a naked mango. But he's going to tell you that everything is okay. He's going to give you a little pat on the shoulder and be like, I know it's really dark right now, but keep your chin up. I love you, bro. You got changed for a dollar. All I can think of is <laughs> everything's going to be okay. Just have full Oscar the Grouch coming out of a fucking tra- trash can. <laughs> <laughs> everything's going to be okay. That'll be $25. $25. A place ain't free, kid. Nothing's free in this life. <laughs> Damn. Damn. <laughs> so you're looking at the naked mango and you're like, oh God, he's real naked. And you look up and you find the moon. And you're like, you know what? That that's something better to look at. Um I, I think I like that naked, better. It's still the naked mango though. I'm just bending over. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking that. You look up. And you don't see Naked Mango anymore. You just see the Naked I'm Moon. I'm like two feet taller than Aaron, so it fits. <laughs> <laughs> and the moon is all about moving forward in the dark and the subconscious mind. And it is also your fears because, honestly, a Naked Mango ass it sounds kind of frightful. Yes! Terrifying! <laughs> terrifying! I'll, you, you I'll have, have you guys know I'm thick. I can't, I can't sneak around anywhere. I'm clapping cheeks everywhere I go. <laughs> Gross. Why? Why is this part of this episode? So, the fool, Aaron walks on the light of the moon, one step in front of the other, and then he gets to the sun and the naked baby on the horse, and everyone is what joyful is and cheerful. Why is there a naked baby? Like no one knows. Why is- it's supposed to put the baby in a diaper. That's not decent. <laughs> <laughs> I will cover up the, the naked child. <laughs> Your Aaron's eyes. <laughs> yeah, that baby's got clothes now. That's, that's a right. safe baby. This podcast is fucking PG, all right? <laughs> like, we ain't about that type. We can talk about a naked mango, but a naked baby, absolutely not. That is where you we draw the fucking line. line. Not my podcast. Not my podcast. <laughs> and the sun card is the happiest card in the deck. This is pure sunshine. This is like triumphant. You have the knowledge. You've walked through hell and like the light at the end of the tunnel. You've made it, bro. Like, he, and like you're sharing your knowledge with this kid. And he's like, holy shit, that's the coolest thing I've ever heard in my whole entire life. You're telling me that like you started off knowing absolutely nothing. And now you know how to master the elements. Freaking Avatar. Also, I saw naked mango. <laughs> saw a naked mango. And it was it was okay. It wasn't like perfect, but who is? It was just okay. I mean it was, it was just okay. It it could have been better. Um, I don't like when the jokes are against me, okay? I'm a classic bully. <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of naked people, there are naked people on this card. Get them. This is judgment. This is where Naked Mango has to stand in front of God and answer for why are you naked? 
And why are you dealing out advice to fools? <laughs> why are you bending over, bro? Why are you bending over? <laughs> I'm over you, here you, causing enlightenment. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I just created the avatar. What have you done lately? <laughs> Just created the Avatar. <laughs> <laughs> avatar one? Oh, number one. Hey, you guys can't talk about stuff like that when you haven't done the Avatar podcast in like two fucking years. <laughs> See what happened was. <clears throat> anyway, moving on. <laughs> moving on. Save us. <laughs> so basically kind of how this like relates to life. The judgment card is basically like you are standing before all of your ancestors, everyone that's ever come before you. And you're like, hey, guys, this is what I learned. And like, you know, all that crappy shit that was passed down from all the past generations. Like, I'm fixing that. And uh, you're welcome. And then everyone's like, holy shit, you did the most. Aaron, I'm so damn proud of you. And you really... You really be breaking them generational curses. Like you really be like doing the most, making your ancestors proud. And they're like just cheering you on. Oh my God. Amazing. The work you did. And then like there's someone over there is shouting to Mango like, hey, nice ass. Appreciate you taking off some gloves, bro. <laughs> That's all I'm really here for. <laughs> I'm here to have witty comebacks and be thick. Thick and witty. That's my DJ, DJ name. DJ Thick. D- DJ, uh, what was it? Cheeks Clap. <laughs> yeah, there you go. D- DJ <laughs> T- <laughs> Cheeks Clap. Make that ass clap. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> guys, we have made it to the end. And it's the world. And the fool realizes that every beginning, some other beginnings end. I don't even think that's the right words to that song. (laughs) (laughs) That's some deep shit, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Basically that he has ended this journey only to start a new one and goes back to being the fool. But he knows a little bit more. And this time he sees before he steps off the edge of the cliff. That's right. I didn't step off the edge this time. I'm a god. I am a god amongst you. And yet you. we still call you the fool. Yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and after that fascinating story that I definitely didn't interrupt a bunch because I have got to be the funniest person in the room. I think it's time for a mid-break. Wah, wah, wah. Wiggity, wiggity, mid-break. Uh, I don't know. Right, go to the mid-break. DJ Thick and Juicy, calling out. Thick <laughs> and Juicy. <laughs> All right, everybody, welcome back. Can I get some applause? No, not from you guys. You people at home. Clap, motherfuckers. It's mid-break time. Whoa. First and foremost, before we do anything else, we finally have our first correction from Oops, I fucked up. Fooked up. Fucked up. Fook, fooky. Whatever. You fucked up the fook. <laughs> I fucked a fook or something. Up the fuck. So our Oops, I fooked up comes from Evie from HR. I say fuck a lot. Hopefully you won't fire me. <laughs> or I guess morph into a Vaporeon or something. What the fuck? They said... 
One of the theories slash explanations for the Primarchs getting yeeted into different places was their mom was another perpetual that the Emperor really liked and helped him create them. Upon learning that he basically planned to use them as living weapons, she smuggled them and tried to hide them. They also went on to talk about Farsight. I'll go back into that one once we talk more about the Tau. And Seven Blades hopped in and just to tack something onto Evie's post and said that she is in one of the Siege of Terror books. Erebus met with her. Erebus was technically the second, but kind of the first one to fall to chaos. Met with her and told her that she was being manipulated by chaos, but she claimed she was acting on her own free will. It's never truly explained, but there's that. She did not give birth to the Primarch, she just donated genetics. Okay, so that makes yeah. more sense. Hearing that, my first thought was that makes sense about why the Primarchs were not just perfect copies of the Emperor. So anyway. I like this explanation better. Than just them being yeeted into chaos. Yeah, also them being test tube, day- test tube babies. I mean, they were still test tube babies. Yeah, but they had a mom, so they weren't 100% test tube babies. <laughs> I don't think you know how test tubes work. Nope. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, we're going to get into our merch. Because we have guests, I... Well, I know we have a special guest, but it's my show and they can bite me. (laughs) You're not supposed to be mean to special guests, Mango. I'm not being mean to special guests. I'm being mean in general. Ariel, what you got? (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) So I have uh, merch. I got a shirt from Redbubble. And it says, ask me about my painting backlog. I don't want to talk about that. That's not funny. (laughs) (laughs) I have so many minis I don't even want to look at. (laughs) So it comes in. You can choose 15 different colors. I am not going to list every color. You should just get black because that is the best color. And sizes go from S to 5XL. And the price is a really awful $24.31. Oh. Why do we need the 31 cents? I hope it hurts. It does. (laughs) It does a lot. But that's what I have. Merch me, baby. No, because you said that. (laughs) And I think I'm just going to ask Aaron to go next. Uh, oh, well, <clears throat> I brought two because I couldn't decide between the two of them. So uh, <clears throat> you ready for my sales pitch? Let's go. Mango. Have you ever just wanted a superior bullet that was crafted for the sole purpose of taking out heretics? Every day of my life. Well, perfect, because I have the perfect bullet for you. This one comes to us from Beyond the Mold on Etsy. And it is a 40K Cybolt round, 75 caliber scale. So this is a two scale Cybolt. It's amazing. And I want one. (laughs) So you can get this in two options. You can either get this unfinished, which is $19.21. Or you can get this painted and assembled for $32.03. Okay, that's ridiculous. Three cents. What, what? What is the purpose of three cents? <laughs> that's the labor. <laughs> so, aside from this being scaled 
and you can get it in a kit version or painted version. It is made completely out of resin. And yeah, I mean, it's painted like it would actually be if you if it was a real bullet. So it's pretty awesome. I would get it. I'm just saying. Probably no. going to buy 12 you guys, you guys know how you paint uh. bullets so they look extra menacing? That's how it's painted. Yeah, with angry faces on them. I just put Flappy Bird on mine. <laughs> oh my god. So while you're firing off your wonderful Cybolt rounds to into Heretics, you're also going to need a wonderful cup to drink from to express how you feel. So this one comes to us from Roll for Artistry. And I love that name on Etsy. And this is our decaf, you mean heresy mug. And Ariel will like this one because it not only comes in a selection of five different colors, black, blue, navy, pink, and red, but you can also get it for $10, even. I would like it even more if it just said, fuck you, Aaron. Oh, wow. Goddamn. (laughs) You know, they sell custom mugs. Gonna have to customize my own. Decaf, you mean fuck you, Aaron. <laughs> wow. All right. <laughs> Feels. So, yeah, those are the two merch items I brought. And, of course, they'll be in the show notes below if you want to go get yourself a awesome bullet and coffee mug to go with it. Mallory, what'd you bring tonight? So, if you would like to book a reading <laughs> with me, shameless plug... You can find me on TikTok at Center Root Healing. I have a link in the bio that goes directly to my website, www.sunandrootrootheeling.com. And yeah, you can contact me on there and book a reading. I have a calendar lead. And pretty much if you just hit me up, I will figure it out we'll book it up hell yeah and just a reminder i do past life readings and guided readings i do runes so yeah all that jazz and all that jazz i'll do a singing number if you want me to well get down with your band you guys heard it here first i know what i am immediately actually what's that website aren't you gonna ask what i brought crit too late anyway, motherfucker. <laughs> I brought more books for those of you that like to read. And if you don't like to read. Son of a bitch. I just wanted to talk about a couple more books that are coming out soon. Like Blood of the Emperor, which has a bunch of new short stories talking about six more Primarchs. It includes Horus, Russ, Magnus, Rogaldorn, Altharius, and Mortarion. Exploring unknown events from their murky past. And... Also, Valdor, Birth of the Imperium. It talks about the very first champion of the Emperor. First Spear of Legio Custodes. Both will be coming out a little bit later this year. You can pre-order them now, should you choose. We have patrons. You know about this. Yeah, all right, fine. You know. I know. I know about the patrons. All right. (laughs) Starting with Remington Cloutier at our Imperial Guard. Thanks, homie. You are a huge supporter of Fumbling 4, and we pour one out for you at least once a week. 
Next we have Eevee from HR. Again, really hope you don't turn into a Flareon or fire me. I don't know that many Pokemon. I hope these are right. For our corndog tier. Thank you. And I believe you're actually new. Do you recognize Evie? Is she from any of the other podcasts? Oh, Evie is from a bunch of other podcasts, too. Evie's a huge supporter, too. Well, then I clearly don't pay attention. I really, truly don't. Nope. <laughs> and last but certainly not least, another giant supporter of us, The Seven Sins. And he is part of our Adeptus Fumblus. Sins, we love you. We really appreciate everything you try and help us out with. All of these people are godsends. I just want to say we can't pour one out for sins because all of our Patreon money goes to Remington Cloutier. <laughs> How much are you pouring out for him? I feel like a lot of my jokes just go over your head. It makes me sad. <laughs> massively, massively. So I have a bald head, so it just goes right off the top. Hey, uh, so. Yes, a massive thank you to our patrons and a even bigger thank you to our listeners because without you, the show wouldn't be possible and wouldn't matter. Just saying. <laughs> but see, this is the part of the show where we usually rattle off our sponsors. But since Ariel's here, she can do all the legwork because she does it the best. So Ariel, you want to take us home with some sponsors? She doesn't do enough anyway. Yeah. Well, true. And also, Aaron stole my line. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I heard. <laughs> I heard. So, roll on over to Fan Roll Dice. Use our promo code Almighty C10, which is A L L Mighty, the letter C and 10, since Aaron doesn't like to spell it out for anybody. And save yourself 10% off a set of dice or dice trays or dice towers or all dice accessories just buy everything and they have multiple different types of dice like metal and resin and wooden and gemstone gem <laughs> sorry shut up and gemstone and their new liquid core dice which is super fucking awesome so yeah roll on over to fan roll save yourself 10% off and then while you're at it, switch on over to Nixie Gaming. Use our promo code LOZLore and save yourself 10% off Switch Accessories. They have docking stations and cases and anything you could possibly need for your Switch, as well as their new product, which is the GameCube controller, which is pretty awesome. Aaron has one. It looks pretty cool. I have extremely tiny hands, so I'm not a huge fan of it because it's... I got really tiny hands, but yeah, why not? Let me live your old childhood days with the GameCube controller for your Switch. And last and not least, zoom on over to W. <laughs> Use our promo code FUMBLING4, which is FUMBLING with the number 4, since Aaron also didn't specify, and save yourself 10% off some energy drinks because we all need it having to listen to Aaron for a very long time. Oh. W energy. <laughs> I've done it every time, but you didn't say energy, so I couldn't do it. <laughs> uh, so that's it. That's the mid break. Okay, bye. That's the end of the episode. Beow. Beow. <laughs>
Welcome back from that mid-break. My favorite part was everything I said, whatever it was. So fun fact, a psyker that has been sanctioned by the emperor, quotation marks, more like, you know, the church, is called a theomancer. So as the theomancer on our podcast, Mallory, would you like to do some readings? Love to do some readings. All right. We can do, let's see, any, mini, money, me, because it's my show. Definitely not because Ariel told me I had to do it first. <laughs> so are we reading ABCs of Cthulhu or are we reading? Nobody asked you, Aaron. Okay. You're going to read whatever picture book is closest to you. Uh, oh, hold on. I got one for you. <laughs> the Call of Cthulhu. No. Uh, As illustrated by Dr. Seuss. Dr. Seuss. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Read me, mommy. Okay. <laughs> Read me, mommy. So, yeah, what do you want to know, Mango? What are you needing some guidance on? Give me whatever <laughs> is your most common reading. Um, yeah, so that would just be like, what do you need to know right now? So, let's, let's go. Okay. Whatever I need to know is probably burning in a ditch somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> While she's shuffling, another fun fact. Tarot in 40k is also a popular card game with rules similar to poker. Can you guys imagine that? Getting super excited because like you have a full house and then immediately getting super depressed because that means you have to split your brothers in half and have them kill each other. (laughs) (laughs) Well, damn! That got real dark. That makes sense to anybody who knows about the Horus Heresy. (laughs) Aaron, you're supposed to know about that. Oh, no, we haven't covered Horace Heresy yet. Uh, no, but I did read on it, and I totally didn't do it. It's actually, like, kind of funny, um, which, I mean, it, it makes perfect sense, right? Like, you were also on, like, your journey. And I had originally started with the original, like, reader-write deck, and then I felt called to grab my other tarot deck, which is Spirit Song by Paulina Cassidy, who's actually a Chattanooga-based artist, and she's kind of gotten big with her tarot decks. They're absolutely beautiful. Always shout out her. Um, <laughs> I didn't know I was going to use this deck, but this is what I wanted to do. And the Hermit card came out in both, along with the Star card. Is that a fucking koala? Stupid koala. They're so stupid. (laughs) (laughs) I too poop in cubes. (laughs) They got a smooth brain and they have a built-in helmet. (laughs) So what does the hermit mean for me? I really think that this is kind of a time for you where you are starting to like really reflect on everything and kind of like finding your way kind of like hey I have all this knowledge like I've done all these things how do I make this into something that I want and it's interesting because the five of shells was after that or the five of cups in this deck and it literally says and this is for me like with my active channeling words are like really important And so, like, I go back from, like, my understanding of what the cards mean into, like, what the original person wanted the card to say. And she does an amazing job in this one. So I refer to the deck 
quite a uh, the book quite a bit. Embracing lessons from the past, honoring your strengths, and focusing energy towards a bright new beginning. And then you have the Ten of Wands reverse, which is all about releasing burdens from your past. Like you are actively beginning a new chapter, learning from the lessons that you had gone through and releasing those burdens. And then we have just disappearing. And it's interesting because it's pretty much all saying the exact same thing, right? You're going into hermit mode, finding the lessons and finding those new sparks of inspiration from lessons, letting go of burdens of the past. But it feels like there's still some stagnancy on your path. And you're still trying to find like that fire with the page of wands in reverse. Right now, you're kind of at like a standstill. You're still in hermit mode. You haven't fully like gone forward, but you're starting to find like what is making you feel something. And maybe that's like right now you're like trying to figure out why am I not feeling this passion, this pull towards something? Maybe you thought it would, and maybe now it doesn't feel that way. But I think that right now, you're just being asked to kind of like sit with it for a second, Hermit and the Star, because like there is something there and it is guiding you because you do have the Ace of Crystals as like kind of your conclusion. And that's all about manifesting and prosperity. So this is a new beginning, something that's going to be really prosperous for you. So take your time, sit with it, but don't look for the light. Don't get focused on like what's not working, but find what is working and what is bringing you enthusiasm, what is bringing you joy. And that's going to move you through and help that chariot to get going quicker. Okay. I can dig them. Okay. Any questions, anything that you want more clarification on? Did that feel like it resonated with you or did that feel like it a bunch actually. of Oh, cute. <laughs> Does that mean Mango's quitting the podcast? No, honestly, <laughs> to kind of go through a very quick version of my mindset, I had kind of a fucked up childhood which has put a lot of stress on my, you know, life, essentially. Then I, my best friend got me into IT, which for a really long time felt like that's where I was meant to be. But it it's, has recently, in the last year or so, has felt kind of stagnant. I feel like, what's the point of me being here? And then I met you, and I'm doing this podcast, and it's been a lot of fun. Here we are. <laughs> here we are. And this is like your brand new beginning, and it's something that sparks joy, and you're... From what I've seen, you're pretty good at it. You got a good voice. Got a voice for radio, kid. <laughs> it's 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 a face for radio. It's a face for I have radio. a face for radio. Got that too. <laughs> you, got, you guys heard it here first. The bald man boom says that I don't belong on the video camera. <laughs> but the ass is thick. That ass is thick. <laughs> <laughs> oh god oh, good times mango good times before we move on to Ariel I just wanted to ask am I the asshole for being the space between two cheeks 
I'm done with you. <laughs> I heard that joke on Smosh earlier today, and I've waited long enough to use it. But yeah, I actually, that, that really did resonate. That was actually really cool. Yeah, I am super glad it did. Oh, yeah, really? Cool mango. Cool mango. Cool mango. All right, enough about mango. It's your turn, Ariel. Hey, Ariel. Do it. <laughs> Love the do enthusiasm. It. Is there anything that you want to know or you just want to know, like, what do you need to know? Just general? Do you have burning questions that must be answered? No. <laughs> Should you kick Aaron in the dick? Hmm. <laughs> I already know the answer to that, though. <laughs> Damn! I was gonna like be mean to Aaron and say like, "Is my future full of more dogs and less Aaron?" <laughs> I'll say it again. What do you have against an empty home? <laughs> <laughs> there can never be peace. Um, just generally, yeah. Okay. Okay. So this is interesting because like two messages came out. And they kind of go within each other. Okay. So take where it resonates, leave it down. We'll talk about it. Good. The first one is like pretty positive, but there's like some interesting things underneath the surface. And I feel like, Ariel, I feel like you have a lot of things underneath the surface. Um, So start off with the four of acorns or the four of wands, which is actually a really beautiful card it's all about like comfort and community and celebration and interestingly enough it's one of the stage cards so something about four is four is stable but it's also intend to be like this is stable but sometimes it's stagnant and then it goes into the seven of acorns which is determination and stamina and i actually do want to read this because i feel like it will resonate fearless badger fights for his values and never settles for less than he deserves manner of leadership drives him to stand up to opposition without backing down badger will help you seize the energy of determination to meet any challenges you face in turn your leadership abilities will begin to break through. Be prepared to defend your principles with faith and courage. Even if it feels the odds are against you, take a stand. By facing fears, you grow stronger. Let nothing deter you and be steady within yourself because it will lead you to a bright future, which is really interesting because the next card is actually the sun card. So basically... Things are pretty stable right now, but maybe there's something that's stagnant and you have been pushing for something for a while, something that you know is going to work out, that you've been putting mental power into, that you're passionate about. Wands are about passion. Wands are about fire. And you know that it's going to have a good outcome because you've done the work. You've laid down the foundation for this. That's something I wanted to say in this one as well. So this is the six of swords or the six of feathers in this deck. And it's 
something is like there's a roadblock. There is a lack of cooperation that's happening. And you're being asked to take a step back and look at all the options. You have the determination to push forward. and You have the power to push forward. Why are you holding yourself back from pushing forward? And you have options. Like there's not just one way to go forward on this. You have multiple options. So maybe the one way that you want to take is, lack of a better term, cutthroat. Maybe there is another way to go forward. And interesting because now that like these readings are like, it kind of echoes the same thing. It was interesting because I had pulled these cards and then two cards fell out. I really feel like it's just kind of repeating itself, which I... I love it when tarot does this. Like, I love it when the, hey, this is important. I want you to hear it again. Because we have the Queen of Feathers or the Queen of Swords in reverse. And this is all about the Queen of Swords is a truth teller, is to the point. She is blunt. She sees everything. She is very perceptive. And this is like, you know it. Don't pull the wool over your own eyes. Stay true to what you see because that is the truth. And then I wanted to read one more thing out of here because we have the magician in reverse. I liked how she put it. Holding yourself back due to fear of failure, difficult for anything to be accomplished. With a change in attitude and trust in your heart's passion, your willpower will help you overcome any obstacles. So like literally what we said in the beginning, which is like, you have a good foundation. You have the passion to push forward. You know, it's going to lead to success and something is holding you back. It's you. It could be other things. But with the magician saying that, I think that it's probably something like a lack mindset, like something in there is not quite like clicking in and like so look at that look at the other options maybe it's something that like you can work on within yourself or maybe you just have to look at it from a different angle but know your truth and stand up for it because it's gonna be a win whatever it is mango just did the yes girl uh i can't see because your microphone is like right in front of me. Do it again. My microphone. Yes, girl. That's queen. Yes, queen. <laughs> so, how was that reading for you, Ariel? Yeah, I am a woman of few words. Yeah. Is that all you got out of all of that? She talked for like forty-five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I am You're supposed to speak up for yourself. I have an idea of what it's talking about, but not quite sure. Okay. Do you want some clarification on like what it is or because we can ask for clarification. Let's do that. <gasps> Ooh, extra credit. Extra credit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't know. I just work here. <laughs> do you though? No, you just keep me around. <laughs> <laughs> don't ask the tarot that. It's going to tell you that you shouldn't keep me around. And get rid of it. Shit. <laughs> Run. <laughs> you know what? Kind of just being called to like give you these words. 
and like not read too much into the cards. Okay? Because fuck it. I do what I want. The inverse does what it wants. Okay. Choice, trust, passion, creativity. These two are in reverse. So you could take the reverse meaning of them or you could take the four meaning of them. Preparation, resourcefulness, fullness, bliss. Those are the words that are coming up. And also, it started to feel like kind of personal. So I like don't want to read into the cards. <laughs> if I'm being honest with you. <laughs> that would be like uh, <laughs> a private. Oh, send to the DM. <laughs> into the DMs. <laughs> Did that help at all, Ariel? You can say no. <laughs> I couldn't be offended. I mean, kind of. Yeah. I'm glad I could maybe give you a little bit more clarity on that. And it, maybe like you'll sit on it for a second and be like, oh, that makes more sense. There was a part that I, I felt like a past loved one come in but like I didn't get like a message but I just felt like a present there it felt like a woman but she felt nice maybe a little stern well that seems like whatever you did worked <laughs> listeners kind of seems like Ariel was definitely affected by this reading I think we we hit on something maybe a little deep so Aaron and Ariel had to step away well <laughs> to I guess fill a gap <laughs> I'm trying to think of another thing you could read on me. Yeah. <laughs> I got it. This one's always fun. Okay, yeah. I don't know if this is possible with tarot. Okay. Love life. Ooh, yeah, exactly. of course. Yeah, okay. <sighs> she ran out of the room because I farted. Oh. <laughs> That's enough to drive anybody out of a room. <laughs> I get it. While we were waiting, I asked her if she would be willing to do my love life. Just as a fun little break up the, the real deep yeah. shit. <laughs> uh, he's going to have a 10 inch wine. Well, Mango, there might be some hope for you yet. Oh, I'm, you mean Ooh. I'm not going to die alone? No, you're not going to die alone. But this is the thing, like, I feel like you take one thing at a time. Like, you you got to work on this, and then you can move to this, and then you can do this. And so, basically, it's like, you're working security. You're working on that bag. You are working on yourself. We have the hermit come out again. So <laughs> really, are you just like secluding yourself in your house and you're like, gotta, gotta make this bag. Gotta like, just like, <laughs> yeah, you can't leave anyone alone. Like when you're in your house alone. Um, so that's, uh, there's that. Uh, <laughs> I have been going out and doing things more recently. All right. I went through a very large depressive episode. And that is very understandable. I think that you focus on things which is great because I think that you really have that like passion to like push things forward and I think like you feel like you have to get that done before you can get something else done which I admire because like right now because like the three of pentacles in reverse like it's interesting because there's 
so many pinnacles here. So it's really like about creating ability for yourself, creating the life that you're wanting, being like really secure in that. And you're trying to get your finances straight before you enter into like a partnership because a three of pinnacles is all about collaboration, collaborating with someone. But in the reverse, it's like you are focusing on collaborating with yourself. But then I see there's a queen of cups who is someone who is emotionally available. And I'm feeling really called to say like, once you, it, okay, was confirmation. Let me just jump back over here. So I pulled a card because I was like, I feel like we need an affirmation card. And it said, my ability to conquer my challenges, limitless. So there's like a challenge that you're chewing on right now. And you feel like you can't really do anything until that's done. And I think that's smart. I think that like, take a moment, finish that problem. And then things are going to flow. Because you have the Queen of Cups which is all about emotional vulnerability. She is understanding and loving and compassionate. And then you have the star card, which is all about hope and pouring into things. So yeah, finish what you're working on. Feel good about it. And then go out and do some stuff and you're gonna meet a cute little baddie who is emotionally available and wants to pour into you and you pour into her. She wants to watch the mango cheeks clap. <laughs> Y'all be just clapping cheeks in the wind. Like right off into the sunset. Soon he will be on the market. Watch out, ladies. You can have a thick mango butt of your own. <laughs> Real deep shit. I'm going to go to sleep tonight. I already have completely forgotten most of this, but when I wake up tomorrow, it's got some introspective thinking to do. Thanks, Mallory, from Sun and Root Healing. I appreciate you coming on. Thanks for having me. It's yeah. been a blast. I had fun. Ariel, did you have fun? I got you. Don't worry. I wish I had like an actual enthusiastic voice. <laughs> Because my voice is, even when I'm, like, happy, it's not happy. (laughs) (laughs) So, yes, I had fun today. Oh, gosh. (laughs) Well, I'll take it from here, Mango. Don't you worry. Thank you to Mallory for coming on to the show and hanging out with us and educating us stupid people on tarot cards. You know, educating our fans who are highly intelligent people and they tune into us to, you know, listen and learn about all these things. We'll do the stupid part. They don't have to. <laughs> I'm pretty good at being stupid. <laughs> Thanks, Ariel, for coming on and hanging out with us. If we want to catch more of you, where do we go? I don't know who would want to catch more of me, but if you did, <laughs> I am on the Resident Evil Lorecast, the Legend of Zelda Lorecast. Oh, and the Kingdom Hearts Lorecast, as well as the Call of Cthulhu Mythos Mysteries TTRPG podcast, the Fumbling Four and the Almighty Crit D&D live play podcast, and the Cyberpunk, the Cyberpunk Red live play podcast. That's a metric fuck ton of podcasts. Lots. <laughs> Tons. 
many podcasts. And one more time before we head out, Mallory, if we want to check out more of your work or come check you out to get our own personal tarot readings, where can we find you? You can find me at www.sunandrooothealing.com. You can book a reading with me through my website, or you can do it on TikTok at Sun and Root Healing, or DM me on Instagram at Sun and Root Healing. So many, so Real many. I don't know folks. how you're ever going to remember it. <laughs> Links in the show notes. Don't worry. Uh, so, with all that being said, per usual, if you want to find me, you can check out any of the Fumbling Four podcasts wherever you check your podcasts out at, or you can come hanging out with us on Saturdays at twitch.tv backslash almighty crit mangoes there sometimes the rest of the crit crews there sometimes and ariel will be joining us hopefully very soon to help scare the shit out of me and make me do stupid things uh, nobody has to make you do stupid things. you're right <laughs> and mango you can go check out the naked mango at twitch.tv and you can uh, catch him streaming yeah, there's no the, there's no but the. yeah. It's just Naked Mango. It's Naked Mango 33. Oh, snap. Okay, so it's Naked Mango 33 on Twitch. And when do you stream again? I don't really have a schedule right now because I've been doing everything <laughs> for you. I know that feeling. So. Get bit, bruh! <laughs> <laughs> I've been trying to make it a habit to stream with you guys on Saturdays. That's realistically my only solid time. Other than that, it's whatever. I hop on it if I have longer than 45 minutes to play <laughs> well in that case thank you all for tuning in and we'll check you out next week bye thank you for tuning in to the Warhammer Lorecast if you like the show please leave a 5 star review tell a friend that's how we grow and stay tuned on that Patreon coming soon and finally shortly within the next week we'll have our Twitter up and running Make sure you reach out to us. Tell us what you think. And, of course, show us those armies. Until next time, dear listener, remember, in the 41st millennia, there is only war.